1: Welcome to Wise Say podcast. It is Thursday, which means it is preview time. I'm Roy Fallow, joined as ever by Matthew Keelan. Hello. And a bit of housekeeping before we look ahead to a game against Bristol Rovers back on Home Turf. Um, is the update on the latest things which are Say Gone, Hammer to Fall by Queen, specifically live at Live It, specifically. Hey, 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 hey! How much fall? <laughs> there it is. Uh, Matthew's camera not working, and of course, as ever, the staple, that is, oat milk, that is, which brings us nicely onto our venue this week, Matthew. We're once again in the Beacon of Life, pre-plane side but, but... Well, there's an issue in that. Fausto is closed.
2: We're still in there. We're still
1: in <laughs> <laughs> we're still We're still in the general area, the vicinity, but no oat milk, that is, for us. But we are joined by Chris Weatherspoon, any of the people, Chris Weatherspoon. Chris, how are you?
0: Well, Enemy of the people. Apparently, um, I was all right until that little intro.
1: Yeah, you weren't all right in there because we were getting all our our jokes out to you before recording as well.
0: Well, hopefully, but I, I'm sure we're about to prove that wrong.
1: I hope so. Um, but a little before we go on to before we go on to Bristol Rovers, quick little look back at Oxford. Very nice time, wasn't it, Matthew? Um, especially, especially for us. But first of all, as well to echo Stephen and Gareth's um, thanks to the chaps at Phantom Brewing Co. for hosting us before the game. Really nice to meet all the people that came down beforehand as well. And you had a lovely time on the panel, didn't you?
2: Oh, well, yeah, it was great. It was really good. To, really good opportunity. Really good to um, be involved with some lovely people and Gareth, hey. and uh, made some new friends and realised we we're all terrible at keep ups. Well, yes, we did, because we obviously our new best friends
1: uh, Kevin Phillips, Tom White and Keith as well. Uh, really nice man, Keith. Kevin Phillips' manager? Uh, Kevin Phillips' manager friend? Yeah. W- whichever. Uh, and you, Kevin Phillips made us all play kick-ups in the executive box yeah. that we watched the game from. Chris, you were there as well. How was, first of all, not the match, how was watching Matthew on the panel in
0: Phantom Brew & Co.? Um, predictably disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> um, to be honest, he didn't embarrass himself, which was... Better than expectations. But um, as for the actual entertainment, I, I thought Kevin Phillips was excellent. Very good. Very funny. Yeah. No, no, you weren't funny. What do uh? you mean? That? I wasn't trying to be funny. I was,
2: I was funny after. I was just... I had a role to play in there, and I held it together well. You...
0: Me well, well, hang on. I, I was just in with I was just in with the commoners. Actually,
2: you you have a little good uh, good little
0: tale from uh,
1: being in the audience.
0: <laughs> we can't, well, can well, we tell that? Oh, you yeah, yeah. won't be you won't be he listening, will he? he, won't he? Be listening <laughs> to just story now. Ah, true. Yeah, sorry. Um, no, I, I just had a gentleman come and tell me we were too, we were all too negative on the reaction pod To chat to all of them, if he come here to be negative, that that was up to him. But I was just here having a few pints and enjoying <laughs> me out. Three times he told me he wasn't being negative before I had to advise him just to go on his own way. <laughs> and, so, not... and the thing is, the best part of it was he was having a call at me for shit, shit you two had said. And I was <laughs> like, why am I taking the heat for this?
2: It's not our fault you just attract trouble. <laughs> <laughs> it does really prove the theory that you attract trouble. But to be fair, this
1: guy's son, he came up to me and you, Matthew, and said that he really enjoys reaction pods. So, you know. With one hand the Lord giveth, the other he taketh away. In
0: in fairness to the guy, he was very polite about it. He wasn't, like, abusive or anything. But you could tell he just wanted to get something off his chest. And all I I was trying to do was have a pint of... What was that beer that they had on specifically for Kevin Um. Phillips?
2: Was it? Let's talk about yes, Kevin. Yes, talk about Kevin. It was delicious, it wasn't was it? Very,
0: it was very, nice. Recommended if they ever do it again. Yeah,
1: three, three very nicest to to just round that off. And speaking of um, sp- speaking of being too negative on um, being too negative on podcasts, we also are now officially best friends with Phil Parkinson now Matthew because we bumped into him yeah. after the game and had the temerity to get our photo <laughs> taken with him after all the all the thing all the th- things that we you know
2: we didn't mean any of those things that we said in the past did we no it was some brass neck like <laughs> to be fair but look in terms of the turnaround so far you can't argue with him you can't argue with the job he's done I apologise to him but I've already done so on the podcast because no matter what happens now He's my best friend.
0: <laughs> Did you apologise to him in person?
1: Did I fuck <laughs> <laughs> Of course we didn't Chris, we said really nice to meet you Phil, you're excellent today and you're doing a, and, and you're doing a brilliant job. <laughs> Which at the moment he is doing a brilliant job and also to, to round off the, the Oxford crack as well, we do have to say uh, Chris your best friend was in the box to our left as well, Charlie Methven. Oh, was he, was, he, he, was, he was there not making eye contact with us, we'll, we'll say no more than that but that was, that was quite funny. Um, but really
2: good. He cheered when we scored. Did he? Well, you know, cause if oh, <laughs> This one keeps up. I was
0: about to say, did he cheer or did you just hear the cash register go right, off? <laughs> if, if <laughs> anyway, uh, anyway, enough on Charlie we get <laughs> Yeah. yeah
1: let's 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 let's, <laughs> let's definitely move on. Uh, but really nice time at Oxford, and it made it three wins on the spin for for us, and keeping up that that fantastic form. Um, promotion chances, lads, now. They're looking really good, aren't they? Especially with, you know, a few other results going our way on Saturday as well.
0: Yeah, I mean, I thought, like, I I was a bit perplexed by, like, the way Oxford, well, Oxford's manager and quite a few of the fans were going on after the game. In fairness, I did speak to uh, one Oxford fan who agreed we deserved to win the game. Uh, But there was quite a lot of people who seemed to be like, oh, like, Oxford dominated, we were looking you get three points. And I was just like, you know what, like, I mean... I wasn't, I wasn't really that drunk, but I was beginning to wonder if I was because I was like, I'm not, I'm not really sure whether I've been watching a different game here because, to me, we went 1-0 up inside two minutes and then we just, just saw it out, essentially. It like, didn't look, look like we weren't any great shakes going forward, but there wasn't a point in that game where I thought we were going to concede. Like, even, you know, when uh, Bailey Wright left the ball short and their lad ran through and McLaughlin saved it and Willis kind of knocked it off the line. It was a couple of yards out, It wasn't even off the line, really, was it? That was like the that was like the closest they really came, in in my view. And yeah, I thought it was a really assured performance. I think I know we've all made jokes about it, but Parkinson has massively shorted up at the back. Like they they look so much look so much more confident. I mean, I am sure we'll come out with the Bailey right thing. I think it is a blow, but the way he's got them organised, I'm not too concerned that I, I think i was sorry we'll call him alim for our friend <laughs> phil smith um i'm sure it, I, i'm pretty confident like it obviously you do need the right personnel in there but i think the way he's got them organized like there's enough kind of mitigation in place like i mean basically the key for us is jordan willis keeps playing as he has done john has been outstanding for the last two months and i think if he keeps firing and um a couple other people i mean talk about the defense i thought max power excellent again um i th- to be honest i think Mo- max power even in the early days of parkinson he was one of the only ones who was actually he was struggling to criticize him he was still doing his job um i think really what parkinson's done in that sense is he's kind of simplified it like we, d- we don't really play the ball through the middle that much so what he's got is he's got him and dobson basically yeah okay when then they can, they'll get forward But he's basically just got them organised They fill in gaps where they need to And they keep things ticking over And yeah, I thought it was really a shrewd performance
1: Everyone just knows their jobs now, don't they Matthew? And like you were saying, Chris will probably come on to Bailey Rice a little bit later Or if you're Stephen Goldsmith, right, Bailey <laughs> um, You know, temerity of him to call us the idiots Can't even get our defenders' names right but <laughs> right being the optimum word. But everyone does know their jobs now and you're confident that if a player does have to come out the side, as much as like Partington likes to stick to that starting eleven, which is so well drilled now and so well organised, someone'll just slot in effortlessly, won't they?
2: Yeah, well I think the Bailey Wright did that, didn't he? Os Turk dropped out and then and then Wright right came in at, at Tranmere. We didn't consider. obviously we've conceded two goals at Portsmouth, but I think they're the only goals we conceded in like eight games or something. Is that right? The two goals at Portsmouth. Um, anyway, well, you can, if I'm wrong, I, I don't care. <laughs> but it's like, it's a, it's loads of games, and we yeah, haven't yeah. conceded any goals apart from them two. And it yeah. like right slotted in, and i would. <laughs> is, is this really I thought you were laughing at that. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, right. He he slid in, and then I I would just expect Ozturk to do the same. Right. we were keeping these clean sheets when Ozturk yeah. was in the side, so I don't I don't see any any major major issues. With, yeah. Yeah. Totally agree. And that position that that we're in now, a win on Saturday could put
1: us level. If if I remember this right, it could put us level on points with Rotherham, who are away to Accrington Stanley. Um, you know level on points with Rotherham, Chris, given the fact that if, if you'd said that to us around about sort of the Boxing Day fixture and we were all fuming about not being able to beat Bolton, you'd said that to them that by not even the end of February, a win on that weekend puts us level with the team who you were thinking, well, they're probably going to go up. It just speaks further, doesn't it, to that how much Parkinson's turning this around?
0: Yeah, I mean, massively. I mean, I think like a lot of people even at that time always said like all you have to do all you have to do in this league is get on a run and it has been the case and like that, that's not taking anything away from it like look they've been absolutely brilliant um, you can't not I know like look we've, we've said about it here and like kind of humble pie is like the order of the week sort of thing I think it is and it isn't like truthfully at the time there wasn't no, anyone who was arguing at the time let's give it time it was kinda of like, well, it has been two months and we're getting progressively worse. Now but people who were saying, Let's give it time would have said, Well, in order to like for this to be acceptable, we need to go on the sort of run we're going on now. Which in this run, look if we can keep it going at the end of the season we'll get promoted. But this is a very difficult run to keep on going kind of thing. Like we've been we've lost at Portsmouth and that's it. We've been excellent. And um and yeah, I think like I think he's he's done an excellent job to turn around, and I think he's really shown that he's got he's got a lot more kind of grit about him than I think a lot of people probably thought, especially during that spell. I think there's a lot of managers would have crumbled under, especially under the kind of pressure that he was getting. And look, all fair play to him, and I I think to be fair, fair play to the players as well because it 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 could have been like a nice atmosphere not as in like the fans are making it difficult just like getting beat every week putting in performances like that every week it couldn't have been nice than that look they've all stuck together they've they've come through it and the hope now is that this this isn't just like this isn't as good as it gets if you know what i mean like the, this isn't going to be the purple patch i uh, i think it was gareth i mean at the point he was like at the end of the day we've, we have gone from fifth to fifth so it cause as good as it's been now we've got to we 've got to keep it going we 've got to kick on now i've seen quite a few people saying if we win the next three games we'll go up I do actually I agree with that because well no I, I do I agree with that because I think the momentum's there and I, I feel like this time last year but we were, we we're in a higher position in the league, but the trajectory was kind of downwards like we were, we we're playing quite poorly like a, a year ago like last week we, it was that like, awful two two with that and... And we we beat Gillingham, and I think we won four on the bounce after that. But then we were never kind of defensively; we never looked as solid as what we're doing now. And I think it's just a, I think really the the defense is massively key. If we keep if we keep keeping clean sheets, we'll go up because we always look like we're going to score, even if it's not always the striker. We always look like we're going to score at least once.
2: This time last year was that run, wasn't it, where we had the three home games in a week, yes. and we had Blackpool, Blackpool. um Accrington and Gillingham and everyone was say well nine points because two of them were all games in hand I think were they maybe at
0: least one of them
2: was uh... and obviously Greg and the goalkeeper and missing the open goal just <laughs> is, is like you can arguably pinpoint like the season going wrong yeah, at that yeah. point but I think I was going to say something and I've forgotten but um, <laughs> that's <a> good, <laughs> that's, <mate>. quite <laughs> <laughs> that's quite annoying isn't it can you ask him something else you've proven
1: that man who stopped listening like, absolutely correct there but <laughs> i think I think I think you 're exactly right, Chris, on what you said about the the three games I massively agree with that all oh, right grace I covered for
2: you really well there. Huh? sorry um yeah, I was saying that obviously he 's taken us from fifth to fifth, but the way we 've got back to fifth is a lot better than the way we got to fifth in the first yeah. in the first place so've we 've got momentum, I, we've got momentum yeah. behind us now, yeah. like whereas the beginning of the season yeah we, we, i think we only lost two games until Jack Ross got sacked, but it was very stop-start, it was stuttering, it was yeah. it, it was crap, really, to be honest. Like, let's be, let's not forget we were moaning about beating Akriton 3-1 away, so... Yeah, that was what I was going to say. Good night, wasn't it? Yeah, a really good point, I mate. I think
0: is, to be fair, like, on... Look, on Saturday, I don't think that was the best performance in the world, but it was... I think it was, like, the definition of, like, a professional away performance. The weather was horrible. It was absolutely freezing. It was blowing a gear, it was hiding it down. 1-0 up in two minutes, and you just say, well, why don't we just see it out? Like, look, like, we're not... Like I say, I, I didn't ever really worry. I know they had like a lion's share possession and set pieces and whatever else, and that. But I never ever thought we looked under any great pressure, kind of thing. And I, I, th- I thought like the goalkeeper. To be fair to him, goalkeepers, rightly so in my opinion, he's had criticism before, like coming for Costas and whatnot. And I thought he's
1: bounced back massively, hasn't he? Yeah. If, if, if you think, if you think of when like Burge came in the side, and there were a lot of people who wanted to see it. Yeah. Now McLaughlin's just—he's totally back to his stock. Is. Back where it was this time last yeah. year,
0: massively, and and like I just think they just throughout the team, they like you said before, they all look like they know what they're doing. They all look a lot more confident, um, and you are right. Like the way we've got to f- back to fifth. Is a lot more encouraging than how we were there earlier in the season. I think these next three games are massive. And um, if we keep thing, it going.
1: One thing that gives you hope as well over those last those last three games, if you look at those three wins, it's three pretty different kind of wins. Ipswich we've played a side who we know have got a bit about them. That game had a bit of back and forth and we just showed that little bit of quality of it. Rochdale, absolute breeze. If we wanted to, we probably could have won that 8-0 go away to Oxford who are a side we haven't beaten like you were saying Chris terrible conditions and we just do the job really professional it's, it's we're showing a bit of variety in the way that we can win games aren't we
0: yeah we are and to be fair though Oxford is similar to Tranmere in that it's a, it was a horrible place to go and play wasn't the world's best performance in that but we're grounded out and the risk of sounding cliche, it, it they do feel like games that last season we wouldn't have won to feel like games yeah, last yeah, season. Yeah. I mean, we drew, we drew down at Oxford last year, didn't we? Uh, back, yeah. yeah, and I just... There's a bit more... I think what we're seeing now is what plenty of people said at the time when he was hired about Phil Parkinson and the league, being a perfect manager for League One, because even when we're not absolutely on top of our game, we're grinding results out, we're grinding wins out. I mean, like the Ipswich game, like you said, there was a bit of back and forth. First half, I thought we were terrible, mm-hmm. but... Got, got in at nil-nil, second half were excellent. Yeah. And the re- the reacting to him now, like when he, th- those first two months, it felt like he wasn't really getting a reaction out of anyone. Um, Now, it, it feels like he is. To be honest, one of the encouraging things about Saturday as well, I thought, was he actually um, he used a sub early, mm, yeah. which I was really happy. He, he bought a uh, scouring on, on about, it was about an hour. Yeah, he him cool. on, and that's been one of the, enduring criticisms even in the good runners that he leaves it a bit later to change it to get fresh legs on and I think on on Saturday um, he realised that and yeah, I, I thought it was really encouraging um, hopefully more this year
1: I agree and to look a bit ahead um, as, I was, as I was saying Matthew when I was filling for, for, for time <laughs> earlier and you tried to remember your previous point if we get through these next three I totally agree with what you were saying Chris about will go up because from March our run in until really the last game of the season when we we're away at Rotherham got Peterborough at home as well. But you know that's at home we're expecting to win home games. Our run in's actually quite kind, I think. And you know we, we like to we like to touch wood on the preview podcast as we as we've said before, Matthew <laughs> touch wood We're not getting too ahead of ourselves, but if we get through this little patch here, especially the Coventry game, there's no reason to think that. We can't keep this form up, and it's, it would be quite similar to maybe what we did under Roy Keane when we had like that lit just that last little push like after January to see us through.
0: I think a, a good thing for us as well is obviously we've got three games in a week coming up, but then after that we're not really. I mean, even we're kind of out in front on games played, so sort I of think we're not over over level with a lot of teams. Whereas last season we were always we we're always like oh we've got games in hand, we've got games in hand, and everybody looks at that and kind of automatically assumes you're going to win them. But it turned out it turned out to be like massively put us under pressure. Whereas this time around, we're going to we're kind of going to be able to be the ones who like kind of char- charge ahead, hopefully. Um, well, on that,
1: just looking at the table now, we've played a game more than Coventry. We've played a game more than Portsmouth. Same as Rotherham. Um, we do have two on hand on Peterborough and one in hand on Wiggum but then actually we've got um got one in hand on Ipswich, who is seventh as well so like i say chris it's it's not like we're the only one who are like lagging massively behind is it in terms of games played
0: yeah, exactly and it's like i just to be fair like some of the t- like see wickham are still ahead of us but wickham have, wickham have been falling back for weeks but and weeks and not weeks going,
2: they're not going away though yeah, like st- they had that they had that um run where i think they lost four in a row or four in five and since then they've no, they're not going anywhere. No, their form's not
1: too terrible now. It has kind of leveled out. And that actually brings us nicely on to... I've just got a bit here about the form of the current... Uh, sorry, the games coming up for the current um, top six. I've not really put anything about Ipswich as they're currently outside the top six. Uh, but Wickham, like you say, Matthew, they don't look like they're going anywhere. Um, they've, they do have to go to Coventry. And they've got Rotherham at home, but they're not bad at home if their home form holds there's no reason to think that they won't you know and we can remember when we played them on the in, on the reaction pod after we said they won't finish top six but like yeah. i said they've not gone anywhere if their home form holds there's no reason to think that they won't stay I, I don't think automatic for
2: them but i think i think they probably will stay in the top six now yeah i think they're going away from home aren't they and teams are looking at them thinking we, we, we will be these but when you're going somewhere like that they've obviously built up this Atmosphere, really. I guess it was a whole like bravado and the beat us down there. This is our house, our yeah, rules, yeah, sort of yeah. thing. They've sort of built this some like weird little identity for themselves. But I think in terms of, that's very similar with Peterborough as well, because mm. they're like their home. Like I know from I've been there twice, and we've lost and we drew last season. That is quite a. An awkward place to go. Like it's quite. It's not. Not. Not, so not literally. Quite easy to get on the well, train. Easy. It's <laughs> lovely. <laughs> Great to get on the train. Actually, yeah. Um. Yeah, but I think I think when you look, like Rotherham, I think will just go and win the league. To be honest, because they'll they've been. And did they lose recently? Did Peter beat them recently? Didn't they yeah. lose
1: on Saturday, Rotherham, I believe or slipped up on Saturday.
2: I think oh, the Drew, didn't they? The Drew at home to Wimbledon. Yes, which is the sort of thing that we would do last season actually. Yeah. Like we no like, um, maybe maybe it's happening for them. Maybe the
1: Jack Rossness is kicking in, but their run isn't too bad. Um obviously they play at us as you mentioned. They're at home to Portsmouth, um, but you know, Portsmouth they are a bit more of a home side. They do have to go to Wigham, as you mentioned. and. Um, Fleetwood away could be a tricky one. And one interesting one, actually, is that if quite a few teams played Gillingham, who were in, I'm not saying that they're necessarily going to go up, but they're ninth at the minute, 49 points, which puts them just four outside of the playoffs. They're in really good form. They're not really losing games at the minute. And with them playing everyone who are sort of above them, Steve Evans could be, like, the weird king maker of League One, where whoever, like, gets past Gillingham... Like, Gillingham might be the old, like final boss, so to yeah. speak, of League One. <laughs> Steve Evans actually does look like, sort of, Bowser from Super Mario, doesn't he? So, like, if you can get past Steve Evans, maybe that it gets you into the championship.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think the thing is, like, the league is ridiculously tight. Mm-hmm. It, it, it like You're right, like you say, like, Gillingham are down in, what, other than ninth, and, like, there's every there's every chance they could, they could roll up in the playoffs soon and um, I, th- I think for us like I do think we, we've got like an easier run in than a lot of the teams around us and that. I think we've just got to keep doing what we've done over the last 68 weeks um, just keep plugging away um, just like just keep grinding things out I mean if like, like I said before if we keep keeping clean sheets we're going to get promoted because we, we do look like we're going to score at least once at least once a game and um, I think I think that Covent, the Coventry game is going to be huge I think... so... sorry
2: uh, I, I think if we can win the next two I would take not losing a Coventry oh, absolutely. absolutely like I think that's going to be a strange sort of atmosphere there as well a bit like it was last season And that there's going to be not really many of them there mm-hmm. because it's in Birmingham and yeah. I don't know what their support it's quite hard to sign it I'm not having a go at the spot, but it's no, quite hard no, no, to like no. gauge what their following is like because obviously they've had issues with the owners, have had protest things going on. That's going to be a strange atmosphere.
1: But with us, with quite a lot, I know the kickoff time change might have affected this, but it sound it does sound like it's still quite a lot going down. Yeah. It could turn it into a bit of a home atmosphere for us, which could play in our yeah,
2: hands. Yeah, no, I, I think so. and I think it, it may so it may suit us more than it, it'll suit them because I think they they're not using it at the minute. It, 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 been a bit overthinking this, but they're not using Birmingham's home end at the minute. That's empty, Rice, so there's Rice. no one in the stand behind the goal. Whereas there'll be stand, there'll be fans in the other end yeah, of, of yeah. the of the stadium. But,
0: that was a bit like last season, though, wasn't it? They weren't using behind the goal last year because they just put that big flag of Jimmy Hill up, there. <laughs> I'm sure they might manage that again this year. Really... Hopefully Birmingham won't allow. Maybe Won they've
1: allow. got really great travel arrangements for their flags. <laughs> uh, but Coventry's run-in actually is quite tricky. They've got uh, us, obviously, uh, Ipswich, Rotherham, Peterborough, Wickham and the aforementioned Gillingham. Some fairly comfortable games in there with AFC Wimbledon, Lincoln, Akron, Stanley, Shrewsbury. But they're going to have to beat so I know they are doing well and we obviously didn't beat them at home when we were going through the worst of our form under Phil Parkinson. It might be tough to... They're probably not going to fall out of the playoffs, but with that running, they're going to have to really work hard for it at Manic Promotion.
0: Yeah, they are. And I think... Um the thing you know when you do these predictors like that you can do and I was like looking at one of them the other day and I I, I got the end of it and I had like I had Coventry not losing another game and I was like well that's that's not going to happen because I think the problem is you look look at like a team that's on a run now and we could be guilty of doing the same with us Mm -hmm. of course but you look at a team that's on the run now and you think ah they're not going to get beaten but actually when you look at their fixture list there's every chance that they could actually drop off a little bit so So, I, I know like we're discussing other teams and how they're doing but at the end of the day if, if we keep doing what we've done in the last six weeks we'll go up
2: Just, that, is, that, that is the only game we've got left that concerns me Coventry away
0: Peter, P- so awesome.
2: Peterborough at home no, maybe not really. as well. nah. That no no one at home to be honest no, 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 no one at home well, that, I
0: think any, I think the really encouraging thing at home is we're, we're doing what we did when Ross first came in but we're doing it we're doing it a lot more efficiently if you know what I mean like we're, we're literally just battering teams for the first half hour and the game's over I mean the, literally the worst thing about that Rochdale game was that at half time everybody knew the game was over it was about minus 50 and we all had like, to sit there for another 45 minutes but but I mean obviously like it's great because like they're getting the game sewn up nice and early but I agree like at home I think he has massively like I mean the the difference between Boxing Day and now is unbelievable. And people say, like, oh, I could see signs of it on Boxing Day. You couldn't. Because we're, we're basically playing seven defensive-minded players. We didn't, we didn't look like we were going to be getting after them at all. The difference now, the mentality shift is absolutely huge. And we're all the better for it. Yeah.
2: Are we both going to apologise jointly, then, for our impending home defeat to Bristol Rovers? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, naturally, naturally, this is all, this is
1: all based, well, you could also say it's always previewing a game as superstition, make predictions at the end and everything, Matthew, that's fine. And the the other team, obviously, we've not really touched on. Portsmouth, they're in the com Cup final. Could the extra games maybe be an issue for Portsmouth? You know what we've gone on about with... I know games in. Well, it's only one game in hand because it's mainly a midweek competition. But we saw how we fell. We fell away after the checker trade, and yeah, and they did
2: as well. As, they did, didn't they? Like they, they were running away with the league mm-hmm. last season. Let's not forget. And we played them in the final, and both neither of us got promoted. Hence, <laughs> hence we're talking about them yet again.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think to be fair, it is uh, it definitely. I mean, it was a combination of that and, like, international weekends that knacked us last year, because I think we had something like eight games to play in April. It's like you saying that we're just too big for League One, Chris. Yeah, that, that is exactly what it is. We're, we're, <laughs> we're, we're far too big for League One. That's, that's just whoever's, it, whoever's
1: editing this, I just want them to clip that there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> then, then we'll be told about how we've got to know our place and all that. But um, No, but it, it's true, though, isn't it? Like that, that did, that did knack us last year, whereas in mean, this year we kind of benefit from Barry's demise because we get oh, well,
1: <laughs> as awful uh, as that, that
0: is that's, that's nice
1: right play for Australia um, he's, he's beat either, he was in no he's so Australian Australia. he went to I think he was in the 2014 World Cup squad
2: yeah. uh, so he doesn't play now no just thinking that like his injury might impact the South End possibility of the South End game being called because I was really hoping you were going to say something like about them playing the, like
1: Euro, Euro 2020 qualifiers oh. or something No
2: (laughs) Like getting confused Because
1: Australia's in Eurovision now
2: Oh yeah They should bring them into the Euros That would be funny That wouldn't it Well Tweet Matthew If you think Australia Should be in Eurovision This
0: this is why This guy turned off Shit like this this Shut
2: up Chris I'm asking (laughs) Look Because That was my fault to be fair (laughs) I presume there are Internationals globally Not just the Euros In that break In March (laughs) So Will his injury Make it less likely For the South End game To be called off because he won't be an international getting but called we, up.
0: we get to decide, don't we? You know, yeah. yes, but, no, but that, mean, that means we
2: won't fill... If he's not...
0: It's one less player to worry
2: about. Well, it's that, and then the quota might not be hit for us to be able to call the yeah. game off. So, shut up. Why
0: would, why, would, why would we want to call it off? That's what I'm saying. We well, don't want to. John, John McLaughlin, is that not, is that not enough reason? Will okay, Greg, point taken. <laughs> will, <Greg.
2: laughs>
0: will Grigg. Will Flanagan. Declan John. <laughs> Shut up. Chris. Declan John. I forgot about him. I, I forgot what's signed. I forgot about you as
1: well. <laughs> All right, on that, we're going to go to a little break um, to let Matthew calm down, and then we'll be I'm back. <laughs> and then we'll be back to look ahead to this weekend's game.
2: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place.
1: <laughs> Welcome back to the Wise Men Save podcast. This is what's usually been the plug section, but now that our lovely trip to Oxford slash Redden's been and gone, we, we don't have that to plug. But go and listen to the podcast, um, that, because the show was recorded with Kevin Phillips and Tom White. um, But we still... Here a plug from the terraces mm. as well. Chris Blyth from from the terraces once again is coming to play football with us tonight. Um, I, I think they should actually, Matthew, start making some form of kit for us because we're all having to like buy like new stuff, which which we would do anyway to be fair, because we're very excitable. As anyone who listens to this podcast will attest to. On tonight, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you got what? what have you got a name on the back of your Wigan shirt? They weren't yeah, power. power. Not not Greg. No. No but we're not plug- called up for Northern Ireland, <laughs> yeah, very
2: nice
1: yeah we're not plugging Wigan we're plugging from the terraces uh, we're, not, we're not plugging Wigan we'll support Wigan
2: if you want <laughs> you want <to> watch Wigan <laughs> maybe well they're at a higher level Wigan. yeah Got Jamal Law plays for them now doesn't he yeah and uh and um, others. others? Is, uh, Sean Maloney still plays.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, I mean, Izaki, Chris has just sat in despair. he <laughs> got his, his head design. in his hands. Emil yeah, Heskey yeah, I'm,
0: still there. I'm going to have to take the rap for this. Somebody's going to come up to me on Saturday and be like.
2: Gonna and <laughs> it's going to be great, isn't it? Yeah, he's going to be called Charlie. <laughs> 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 if you're yeah,
0: but
1: so if Chris does get into the into the game, you might see him wearing something from from the terraces, and he may have just used the discount code WMS10 to get ten percent off his basket on his lovely. He He's got loads of money. Yeah, Chris is like the richest man in the Wise Men Say podcast, which is just insane. Why do you? Why do you have to cause loads of bother? You've got loads of money. Can you not just have an easy life?
0: How, how have I got? Uh, no, I don't. What, what is this? What, what has happened to you? Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> We're just giving the people what they, what they want, Chris, which is abuse of you.
0: Yeah, thanks. Well. Um, I've got nothing, so cheers. But,
1: but yeah, get some clothes from get some clothes from from the terraces. <laughs> Use WS ten to get ten percent off. Um, looking ahead to the game, as we've mentioned, Bailey Wright is out, um, not just out for this game. Looks like he's out for the rest of the season, eight to twelve weeks, due to ankle ligament damage sustained in the win over Oxford. One bit of news that came out today, which you know some, might have been something that was happening regardless of right injury, is our our colleagues, our friends over at Roker Report, brought the news that we've got former PSV and South current South Shields defender, going to try and pronounce his name, Ruta Vestraten. I hope I've pronounced that vaguely right. Yeah.
2: You have Good effort,
1: yeah. Oh, thanks man. Like, right? Thanks, thanks very much. Um Defender on law, uh, on trial rather. On <laughs> <more> <laughs> so <laughs> so <laughs> we've hit a new law.
0: So he played for PSV
1: as a and youth, I think.
0: Right, okay.
1: And now he's at South
0: Shield. That's quite an interesting career path. He's he's skipped about six three, levels three, there.
2: Three, you can get the furry the furry <laughs> relatively <laughs> easily <laughs> <laughs> from Shield. I mean to you know? Shield's not the one that so, goes to North it, Shield. Yeah. <laughs> you can get the wrong one, am I it. This is very. This is not Holland.
1: <laughs> oh no! I've gone to Northfields again. He <laughs> can get the yeah, get the metro from P. Lord to Amsterdam. But to, to be fair, there's not. That's about all we know about Verstraten. Um, that he's played <laughs> And he the But over. but but well, yeah. He might he might have got the ferry over. We don't know. But it could be someone to cover for Bailey Rice. Um, it might not be. But we've got the depth there, don't you we? There's, we are. We do have Aleem, as Phil Smith would like to refer to him as. But we are, you know, there is some free agents out there. Um, Alex Bruce, for example, could be one. Mark you Wilson know? could be another. What? You went a bit Welsh <laughs> there. Didn't mean to. <laughs> Accidentally Chris Coleman, because you were thinking of the championship
2: squad. <laughs> thinking about that menu over there. Um, <laughs> well, Phil Parkinson took Mark Wilson to Bolton. Oh, well. God, we don't,
1: don't want Mark Wilson to come back. But do you think we do need to bring in another short term sort of deal Chris I personally think we're fine with what we've with what we've got
0: I think yeah I think we're about alright to be honest I mean we've got Aleem haven't we we've got um, we've got Joel who <laughs> um, is nearly fully fit as well well exactly I, I think um, that maybe as like a very very much a backup. I, I, I don't think we're going to be finding anyone now who's going to come at come the team and be better than the three who are going to be lining up now. You just
2: Jack Baldwin if got, like, really okay. bad. However, like,
0: he has now got a Wembley date to go to. Along with Darren Gibson? Oh, yeah.
1: him and then he can't play. Wembley. And then <laughs> sign Darren Gibson. <laughs> <laughs> Even though we can't play him until next season. Yeah, Funny, though. isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Take him up Fullwell Road for a look. Wow, <laughs> don't okay. do that. You don't do that. Do you
0: reckon Darren Gibson's getting down to Wembley? Trend,
2: probably Chris, right, everyone
0: else.
1: Yeah, good one that Chris <laughs> Tune
2: in next week for more of
1: that Because Chris won't be here um, So looking ahead to Bristol Rovers To move away from Chris's terrible jokes um, oh
0: God, in. But We have to put up with yours
2: Yeah, but that's our thing. Right, Okay, brilliant. You didn't even make a joke. I just said we could recall Jack Baldwin, if things got really bad, and then you proceeded to talk about Darren Gibson not being able to drive anymore.
0: I did did not mention anything about his inability to drive. If you just didn't mention anything, Chris,
1: you would be in so much less trouble right now. (laughs) (laughs) Your season card would still work.
0: (laughs) Uh, So what's the next topic on your (laughs) list? So we're
1: we're at Hone of Bristol Robles. Welcome to Liars. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. More Father said oh, references. No, yeah. Becoming a no. stable no. Of, the, of the preview pod now. Uh, Bristol Rovers won once since um, Them new manager, Ben Garnett came in in Garnett. late December. Ben Garnett. <laughs> <Ben laughs> yeah. He's from Pallion.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he, he
1: got on to Bristol Rovers <laughs> to manage them. Um, oh, God. <laughs> um, but yeah, they've only won one. This, this says everything about the quality of League One this season, right? They've won once since late December, since he came in. And they're 13th yeah. in the league
0: know. Uh, I, I didn't understand I, I was very surprised When I checked the league table For where they were Because every time I've seen them play They've been absolutely terrible And every time we've played them They've been absolutely terrible yeah. So we'll get beat on Saturday now, we? And as well
1: Their one win By the way this new manager Did come last weekend So we are oh, okay.
2: Playing them at the wrong time Aren't we Matthew? Uh, well No Because they sound dreadful
0: <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: Yeah but I mean one win how, When did he take over Do you know? Um, it was just before Christmas
0: So I mean that's crap an inverse parkie, basically, since Christmas. no, he's... No, no, he's... But no, let him... I have come. Which one are we going... Well, no, it, t- it sounds like basically their form I like, fell off a cliff since Christmas, whereas ours has gone. Well, I think they've just
1: been constantly terrible.
0: <laughs> well, they can't have been that bad after the 13th. They must have been all right before, then. I still don't think they've won that
1: many
2: games. they fact sacked their manager, so they must have been doing pretty no, crap. He left, didn't he, left. he, left, oh. didn't he um, to go to Mansfield for like personal reasons because he was just like I'm sure he was like caretaker manager or something I'm, I'm sure he was I don't, okay. that's no I'm not doubting you I'm you just you I'm you just, just that's sure it's just stunned me his family lived close at the Mansfield so he stayed he, he, he took that job instead tune sure, in fair enough <laughs> facts yeah. Next yeah. Week. I, mean, I might have just made that up <laughs> but
1: like I hope, I, I hope it's not something like serious and we've like no, that I moved they no, no, moved, no, no, I moved there no, for just a man but Bristol's, Bristol's really nice. I'd rather stay there than, than Mansfield.
0: Oh. Your thoughts, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> is, is this just playing for time while he Googles? Yeah, the old man of course here. it okay. is. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've never been to Mansfield. Never been to Bristol either. You so. been to Bristol? Uh, I might have passed through once. Been on, I've been on the bridge out of Bristol.
2: The Suspension uh, Bridge, Great Bridge. Oh, Matthew's got facts now. Um, yeah, so he left uh, to, to... He reluctantly... Uh, sorry, Rovers reluctantly gave Mansfield permission to talk to him uh, the ambition and facilities at Mansfield pushed the opportunity to be based closer to his Sheffield home made the club an absolutely mammoth attraction said no one ever about Mansfield so, yeah. well fair yeah. enough that man but it's massively derailed as we said Bristol
1: Rovers season um, but as I said they got that first win against Blackpool last week but- Johnson, Clark, Harris—thirteen goals this season. He's always looked quite handy when we've played them as well. So, but he's pretty much their only threat. I don't. There's no one else. I'm look, looking through their squad who is particularly worrying us. And nor should we be playing these teams at home. If we're wanting to be promoted, we should just be looking at. And you know, people think it's arrogant, whatever. But with the form we're in and we're looking to get promoted, we do just have to look at these teams and think. We're sweeping these aside Nobody's like We need to get out of this league They belong either in this league Or lower Let's just see them off
0: Yeah I mean we've We've beaten them every time We've played them haven't we Since we came down
1: Yes, yes. So, We've played them yeah, well,
0: we've Three beat, times including yeah, the Checkered in, in the cup my, Yeah Um. I mean even if it was away, I'd be saying this, but home games like this, like, you've, you've absolutely got to win them. Right? Regardless of how well or poorly you've been doing before this game, right? you've got to be winning games like this. Uh, and I think, well, I'll not give my actual predi- prediction yet, but I think we will win. We
2: really do play them away in a couple of weeks, actually, don't we? It's like three weeks' time or something on a Tuesday night. It's like that, t- that time in, I think the last season at Roper Park where we
1: played Arsenal like a million times in the space of like two days or something. Because we played them in like... Dude.
0: Beat like them three times in a row. Yeah, because we drew one, one away, then we beat the one another to one. Then we got to beat two 0 no to one. Because no. Birkamp scored that ridiculous goal. Did
1: we beat them via Tony Adams' own goal?
0: We did in the league, and then um, obviously, got beat in the cup. Hopefully, that's a good home for us beating <laughs> Bristol Rovers twice in the space of three
1: weeks or something. Um, team news wise, obviously Bailey Wright is going to come out the side for Oz Turk. Apart from that, no one Parkinson as we do now. He's not changing anything else, is he?
2: I think it'll be aside from that one change, same starting eleven, same same team. Yeah. yeah, I'm not there though, am I? Paris for me? No. So is someone going to come in for your into your seat for you? Uh, trying to give it away,
1: <laughs> but no. I don't think loads of people would want it at the minute. No. Well, well, I suppose most people you know who'd be interested,
2: have season tickets going, and stuff. So, um, I Jake will probably take it no. for someone. No. Oh well. Nice time for him.
1: Uh, Chris, do you think any changes made for the, for the side?
0: No, I'd keep it this the same but let's um, quickly hurry up before Lewis comes <laughs> up thank <laughs> oh, god um, nah, I keep the same uh, the one thing I would probably change is I would find some space on the bench for Will Grigg because um, he appears to have disappeared off the face of the earth in the last few weeks we but take
2: off Watmore, maybe. sorry you take what more off the
0: bench maybe. Um, arguably yeah because I, I I, don't know I just, I just feel like I think there is going to come a point where we, we might need to call on Will Grigg at some point this season I think not bringing him in completely from the cold might be wiser um i do find it very strange that he's literally like i know in january i could understand it because if he got injured or whatever then it lessens the chance of getting rid of him which we were clearly trying to do but um since we're now stuck with him for want of a better phrase until the end of the season um i do find it a bit strange that someone of his previous caliber can't even get in the squad yeah
1: no fair enough um and again he's not really Using what more Particularly is he So fair enough on that But I think Same really That he's going to Keep the same Starting 11 And can't really Argue with us um, Which brings us Finally on to predictions Chris we'll leave yours Till last Because you really like Teased yours I'm just going to go For a comfortable Simple 2-0 win
2: Matthew yourself I'm away on so us It'll probably be like 9-1 or something So I'm going for 9-1 oh, 9-1 for
0: yeah. 9-1 for Matthew And Chris uh, I'm going to go 2-0 As well, that was, that was, well was that it? Crap well, What do you mean? You 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 said something earlier. Oh, I'm going to
2: keep my prediction till no, the end
0: because I said I wasn't going to give the score away. All I was saying was because I know that we wait until the end to do that. But I tell you what, then okay, right? I'll go really specific, right? We're going to win. <laughs> we're going to win two nil. Max is going to score with his left foot, right? And Ali minutes. What minutes? What minute? In what minutes? Fourteenth. Yeah. Um, okay. And then Ali is going to seal it in the seventy fourth minute with a bullet header. Right. How's that for a specific prediction?
2: It's great. Really good, mate. Ex- like, great. Chris <laughs> won't be on next week. Chris <laughs> yeah. won't be on ever again.
1: Yeah, so tune in for the reaction pod uh, where Matthew might send us something from Gay Parry. Um, oh, we'll, but it'll be no, we'll, we'll, myself and Craig Clark will be there for the reaction pod. Reaction. And then uh, Stephen and Gareth will be back for more sensible offerings on Monday. We're off to play football in the Beacon of Light because the dads have arrived. Thanks for listening. <laughs>